alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. Welcome to the 35th annual Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody. I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you doing? Doing good, Cody. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. Um, let, might as well give the weather update. We <laughs> started, <laughs> I think it started out last night as like a 40% chance of snow. And it was supposed to start at 1 o'clock, right? And yep. it started snowing at like 10 o'clock today. So thank you, meteorologist. I don't know why they're constantly lying to us, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it. This might be the first snowfall that actually like stays on the ground. So uh, and it's actually been exceedingly cold. I'm sure you don't miss any of that, do you? No, not a damn bit. <laughs> it actually did cool down a little bit here. So I think it might have only gotten up to about 80 today. So, ah, okay, yeah, um, that uh, sounds freezing. Yeah, I all, like almost thought about just not even going to the pool today, but <laughs> no, that, I'm just kidding. I didn't go to the pool. It's way too cold for that. Are, are people actually swimming still? No, no, no one <laughs> okay. goes swimming once it gets below 100. Okay, all right. I was going to say, holy shit, what are they doing out there? All right, Phil, so uh, I heard that you went and saw a movie. Yeah, I actually went and caught uh, Midway. This past weekend it was real good uh i don't know if you've have heard of it i've heard of it i haven't i know it's i was talking with someone about it and we it's starring the guy the main guy from peaky blinders right yeah the tall dude yeah 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 he's got a real bad uh i think it's like a northeastern like a jersey accent it's <laughs> fucking it's it's hard to it's hard to he's like the he's the main face of the story but it's hard to get on board with he just kind of acts a little douchey, but uh, it's got Woody Harrelson in it. He's Admiral Nimitz. It's pretty good. Oh, really? But, okay. Yeah. The only problem is it was an AMC theater, so it was one of those with like the big reclining chairs. Mm. And during a movie, you're just kind of hoping that normal people like sit near you. Uh, it started off bad because uh, I went to go select my seat, and I didn't realize that uh, – Basically, their seating chart was inverted, so it looked like I was sitting like towards the back when I chose my seat. Turned out, I didn't choose a third row from the back. I chose a third row from the front. Ooh. So, already off to a bad start. And then, uh, do you remember that fat dude from Lost? The hairy fat guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that guy sat right next to me, in the seat right next to me. Uh, he immediately pulls something out of his pocket that looks like he brought it from home. And I don't know what the fuck it was. It was so spicy that it was burning my nostrils and my lungs. Like, so I immediately just got up when pretended to go like put more butter on my popcorn and then sat like three seats down from him. But it was <laughs> what, not a, I could still smell it. It's not. What, it, what not could he have possibly had in his pocket? That's that spicy. Yeah, I don't know. I think they were like corn nuts or something. He had them in like his, he had them in a little baggie in his hand and is fucking right when he opened it, my eyes started watering. 
I was going to say, was it actually the actor from Lost, or is it just the guy who looks like him? No, just a fat piece of shit, dude. Like, hairy as fuck. From, okay. You know, guy looks like he's from Lost. Okay, all right. I should clear that up. It wasn't actually him. It okay. was his doppelganger. Okay, all right, all right. So, it's probably like his stunt double or something. Yeah, his, <laughs> his very low-paid stunt double. <laughs> now all I can envision is that guy taking, like, the corn nut dust and, like, blowing it in your face. That's what's causing <laughs> you to, like, choke and everything. Could have been. I don't know. He did seem pretty happy when I, like, got up and sat somewhere else. So, <laughs> you know, he wanted both armrests for himself. He was that big. So I, I've been pretty lucky with movie theaters. Like, there's only one time that I can remember where there's a super annoying person there. And it was like, we were going to see Alien Covenant. And this was literally at, like, a matinee showing, like, maybe 12 or 1 o'clock. And the guy a few rows down was shit face like he was plastered and he's fucking yelling and shouting during the movie and it's just like oh my god and then he kind of he wouldn't shut up some guy stood up he's like shut the fuck up and then of course he gets all angry and then he falls asleep and he's fucking snoring during the movie <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> i guess like who gets plastered on like a sunday morning and goes to the movie at like twelve o'clock? Are you fucking kidding me? You you gotta figure he probably had kids and like this was his only day out. No like. no no. Well maybe, but this guy looked like he was about uh, twenty twenty one years old. Like he was a young oh. kid, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? But uh, otherwise, I've had good luck for the most part. Um, have you ever, you should look for Alamo Draft House and see if they have any of those in uh, Arizona. They do. Yeah, I go to that theater. That's a kick-ass fucking theater. You get a fucking beer and some, like, really good uh, fucking whatever, snacks, popcorn, lunch if you want it. That's where you that's, go. That's the one where they bring the food to you, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And they always have, like, well, the one up here anyway has... So the you can go to the bar before you go in, or otherwise you can order from the bar when you're in the movie theater. But I like to go a little early and have like a drink, and then go into the movie or whatnot. And they always have like, well, the one here always has like uh, probably like fifteen different local craft beers, which is kind of cool. I've heard that that's the best place to go for the like the Marvel movies because it's uh, no one under twenty one allowed, so there's no kids there. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, a person I work with was telling me about that, how he only goes to those theaters to watch any Marvel movies. Hmm. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, the thing that I like about them is, like, there's a big warning that says, you get one warning if you're too loud, and the second one you're removed immediately. <laughs> so it's like they're not playing there. Yeah, I like that rule. That's a That's a nice little feature. You should try it, and, like, the tickets aren't even any more expensive than AMC or anything. Like, it's it's pretty good. I really want to go see that Doctor Sleep movie, which is kind of like the sequel to The Shining. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that one. There's yeah. actually quite a few good movies out right now. I know. I need to go see it. I just haven't had goddamn time to go. But, uh, anyway, Phil, should we, uh, should we dive into this week's subject? Yeah, let's get going. Now... <laughs> We're going to get a little silly this week. We're going to get a little wonky, um, but it's something that has always perplexed me, 
and I can't make sense of it. And this is about a subject that you and I will probably be very familiar with, and that is Pokemon or Pokemon Go conspiracies. Now, uh, <laughs> you know how much, you know why I think I this came to my mind is because I've been talk. I can't remember. We got on the subject of Pokemon, and I'm like, God, I really wish I had like Pokemon Gold or Silver to replay because those are my favorite ones. And uh, you have the like Soul Silver or something or the Gold one, right? I have Heart Gold and I have White. White? Oh yeah, maybe there's yeah. a white. There well, was white and black that came out at the same time. I and uh, yeah, I was looking how much the uh, I think it was Heart Gold or, or the Soul Silver one or whatever, like the remakes of them uh, mm-hmm. on Amazon. They're selling them, I think, for 150 dollars. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm just like, I get it's a great game and everything, but Jesus. Apparently, you can download it on the store for really cheap. I actually think after I do this episode, I might do that because I've been craving a game to play, but it's like I'm not going to pay that much for a fucking Pokemon game. But anyway. Yeah, I went to, oh, I was going to say, I went to uh, a few years ago, GameStop had a deal where you could um, buy the download of Pokemon Red for, I think it was like $9.99, and I played that for a little while. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure on like uh, the DS store or whatever, you can buy like the silver or the gold or maybe even the new ones for like 10 bucks. It's a digital mm. download, obviously, but you know, it's same fucking game. Yeah. But anyway, let's get started here. So the concept for the game Pokemon Go was conceived in 2014 by Satoru Wada of Nintendo and Sukatsu Ishihara of the Pokemon Company. Now, it was actually proposed as an April Fool's Day. I don't know if they meant a joke, but they did a collaboration with Google, and the Google Maps called it was called uh, the Pokemon Challenge. That's what it was initially called. Now, he was uh, the main guy for Pokemon. Was a fan of the trans reality game Ingress. Uh, and saw the game's concept was a perfect match for the Pokemon series. So I'm assuming, I should have looked into Ingress more, but I'm assuming it's a, I don't even, what do you even call that? Like a map overlay game, kind of? I guess that's Augmented kind of, reality. Yeah, basically. So I knew that Pokemon Go was built off a different game's platform like that, but everyone told me it was geocaching. Um, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, the, when you, like go to a place and then like click a little thing on your phone geocaching i've heard of it uh i'm not one to do it but (laughs) apparently it's a uh, hipster thing kind of to do like when everybody else is playing pokemon go you use basically uh the geocaching thing so i guess the people still do it I, i don't know i've never tried it myself i've known a few people who have but uh but anyway so Basically, Pokemon use crowdsourced data from Ingress to populate the locations for Pokestops and gyms with Pokemon Go, data from Google Maps to spawn specific Pokemon on certain terrain, and map display from OpenStreetMap, basically to make the game. Makes sense, right? So, yeah. have you? did you play Pokemon Go? No, I didn't. You didn't even try it at all? No, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> 
because uh, I'm going to tell a story before we start getting into the conspiracy part of this about some uh, very eccentric folks I know who were really into Pokemon. So basically, a quick overview of Pokemon Go. Uh, essentially, you it shows basically a cartoon map um, of your location, and you see little Pokemon everywhere, and the the gyms, and then the Pokestops, and it kind of you walk to certain locations to catch them. It's basically kind of like you wander around and catch virtual Pokemon. Essentially, it's a freedom. Is it a I was going to ask really quick, is it like the video game where all you see is Pidgeys and Rattatas <laughs> everywhere? No, they actually have like decent Pokemon. Um, kind of, let me go into my story here real quick. So okay. when it first came out, I remember there's uh, guys I worked with who who would literally, they heard a rumor that like say a Charizard or like a rare Pokemon was at a certain location in say the Twin Cities. They would literally drive there to try to catch the rare Pokemon because there'll be a lot of common ones everywhere. And then the rare ones are kind of like in specific locations or that's how it was when I tried it fucking when it first came out. I don't, I assume it's kind of like that now, but uh, I wish you could battle them and stuff, but you kind of just like collect them. So I heard that there was a, uh, like some people going around on, I don't know if it was Instagram, but they were, trying to encourage people to like i don't know if you have to drop like eggs or drop like pokemon down places for other people to find them but it was some kind of deal where they were trying to like go to children's hospitals for kids who like couldn't leave the hospital so that the little kids who were like unable to go outside could go catch some oh, inside that, the hospital oh that's really nice actually was was that part of it, or did you not hear that? I hadn't heard that, but it makes sense. I've heard of the egg thing before, but I'm not really sure what it does. I'm pretty sure you can kind of, like, breed your own Pokemon, and then obviously you have to wait for an egg to hatch. I think. I don't, I don't really know. I haven't played it since its, uh, its initial release. Now, the uh, basically, Pokemon Go is free-to-play, obviously, and they make their money with in-game purchases, which most cell phone games do, right? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, the the launch of po Pokemon Go was on July 6th, 2016, and I remember this release date, and it was fucking just everywhere. Like, do you remember when it came out, even? Yeah, no, I remember it. I had just gotten back to the States. Mm. Uh, one of the guys that was at my new base, uh, he was actually... He's in his like fifties, but he's always trying <laughs> to be like the young cool guy. Yeah, and he was talking about it with everyone else, and uh, everyone's kind of making fun of him. Within like two months, they were all doing it too. I but, know. That's how it is. Everyone's like, "I'm not playing that shit," and then all of a sudden they start playing it, and they're like, "Okay, well, this is kind of fun, actually." <laughs> I'll never have an Instagram page, not in my life. Two months later, they're taking selfies of themselves at fucking dinner or at the gym. <laughs> I mean, there is a reason why, why everybody is doing it. It's not just because, you know, it's a hipster thing to do. Like, sometimes the game can be fun to play. And I'm sure it is fun to play, honestly. I mean, I have my friend Nick still plays it. Um, I know some, some of our other friends still play it. So it's like they still, when they're out places, they'll open up Pokemon Go and see what pokemon are there catch them and whatever so so it's a time kill you know yeah i didn't even know it was still a thing i oh, thought it yeah. was uh just a limited thing okay now 
I'm pretty sure some of my friends, their kids are really into Pokemon. And from what I was told was you can catch your Pokemon in Pokemon Go. And then the newest Pokemon, uh, Sword and Shield that is coming out. Maybe it's out already. You can then take your Pokemon Go Pokemon and then transfer them into the game and play with them. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I had no idea. I think that'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. I love Pokemon. And I'm not afraid to admit it, goddammit. <laughs> it's a good RPG. Yeah, I do, I do on occasion, like, pick it back up and, like, play it again, so. Who is your uh, favorite Pokemon? God, it's still gotta be, like... The Charmander, you know, Charizard, Charmeleon, like those ones. Mm, yeah, you always did like those. I always liked the yeah, grass I, one. Yeah, I uh, I tried. Well, I so I did try uh, the Ivysaur, what at Bulbasaur, and then I tried Squirtle. I've uh, I guess I've tried Squirtle probably just as many times as I've done like Charizard, but yeah, uh, Charizard's pretty fucking strong. Yeah, Squirtle becomes pretty strong too, though. Yeah, Blastoise. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway, let's. Uh, I'm gonna run through the numbers here of the launch of the game real quick. So investors were buoyed by the response to the initial release of Pokemon Go on July 7th, with Nintendo's share price rising by an initial 10%, and by July 14th, shares rose to as high as 50%. Their fucking stocks went up 50% within, what, like a week after the release of the game. That's insane, isn't it? Didn't that pretty much save Nintendo? Like, wasn't Nintendo down and out at that point? I mean, yeah, I think they're really hurting at that point because I think the fucking Wii U kind of wasn't, didn't get a good uh, response. And, like, people (laughs) just weren't into it, really. No one bought the Wii U. The Switch is doing okay. Oh, But they're... Their thing has always been the Game Boy for years now, so. That's true. I guess they're still, well, I mean, the Switch technically kind of is their new Game Boy, you know, because it can be used as both. Yeah, the Switch is kicking ass as far as I know. Yeah. But, uh, so Nintendo's market value increased by $9 billion within the first five days of the release of Pokemon Go. The trend continued for more than a week after the game's release, and by July 19th, the stock value of Nintendo more than doubled. Can you imagine if you had some money in Nintendo right before Pokemon Go came out? Fuck, man. That would be crazy if you... Well, I mean, who would have thought? Like, that thing that they made, they made it as a joke. You know, that's... Well, I mean, I I think the, the thought about it was like a joke, kind of like, you know... Kind of just spitballing, like, hey, I wonder if this would be cool, but they're like, you know what, actually, that sounds pretty fucking good, and then it's just like, they had the Google platform, they just had to kind of, like, modify and overlay Pokemon shit on top of it, and it's just took off. Yeah, that's crazy. You said nine billion dollars? Yeah, that's how much, that's how much their uh, worth was, I'm assuming, the company's worth, so I think they're doing all right for themselves. Yeah, no, they're probably doing okay now. (laughs) All right, are you ready to get into the conspiracy section? Yeah, let's go. Fire them up. All right, now the the first one is kind of not necessarily just Pokemon Go. It's kind of Pokemon in general. And actually, this is kind of what initially struck my interest in the whole subject because 
I have yet to be able to wrap my mind around why people think this, but uh, it is basically our po- Pokemon actually demonic creatures. Um, have you <laughs> have you ever heard this before? Uh, yes, I've heard this, and I've heard a couple other things you might mention. So yeah. <laughs> so apparently, the rumor started that the creator of Pokemon actually made the game for Satanists. And was an anti-Christianity platform. So somehow they got that rumor started. I actually have a quote from the creator of Pokemon that I thought was kind of cool. It goes as follows. Pokemon is essentially the correct answer towards life, not Christianity. Everything presented in the game is the opposite of what Christians may believe. Some have said that the game promotes voodoo or magic, and I agree in the sense that there are many things that could occur in nature that are unexplainable. Furthermore, the violence in the games is unparalleled. It may not show up in the actual graphics, but the brutality is made especially explicit in the Pokédex entries. Nature, again, played a big role. So I think what happened is they took this quote and instantly assumed that... He was trying to say that Pokemon were demons, I I guess. Yeah, along those lines. Well, I mean, they are monsters, so that's like the whole thing, I suppose. But I think what he is saying here is if Pokemon are actually animals or creatures like they we have in real life, we don't think of them as brutal animals, but that's what they are. You know what I'm saying? Like... There's evolution and all that. Like, the evolution of the Pokemon is kind of a natural thing that happens, if you believe in that anyway, on Earth. And there's predators and there's prey and there's bigger animals that take down littler animals. I mean, if you really think about it, Pokemon is a good representation of the animal kingdom, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they do have, those earlier games did have, like, realistic-looking animals. Like, yeah. I can see that. Um, it would be cool if in real life you could take some, like, crappy, like, <laughs> fish and turn them into, like, a dragon. Like, Magikarp into Gyarados. That'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> Aren't baby sharks, don't they uh, start out, like, the size of tadpoles and then grow into, like, giant monsters? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, like, you got a point there. Or like, I'm sure giant fucking squid start out really small and grow into monsters. Yeah, that's true. So maybe one day you'll get your very own Magikarp. Okay, would you rather, if if they could do it, would you rather have them populate a Jurassic Park world or a Pokemon world? Uh what do you mean by a ja- Jurassic Park world? Like, like you they mean like bring deserted island? Like they genetically recreate dinosaurs, or they genetically create Pokemon? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. God, <laughs> living in a world with gigantic flying fucking firebirds and you know rock monsters—that'd be a little, <laughs> a little scary. It'd be just as dangerous as having <laughs> T Rexes around. Brontosaurus is fucking stomping everything. <laughs> I feel like they could make the ground dinosaurs, but, like, don't start making pterodactyls because they can get a little out of control, I think. Or the water ones. Just Mm. don't even bother making the water ones. Yeah. Because you know they're getting out. Yeah, those ones are way too scary. Yeah. But anyway, 
Uh, in 2001, an article written in Worthy News. Uh, have you ever heard of Worthy News, Phil? No, I have not. So apparently it's a Christian news outlet, and they claim that Pokemon opens kids up to the demonic realm, and by simply participating in the game, you leave yourself open to being manipulated by Lucifer himself. So they're wow. they're basically saying that if you play Pokemon, you are going to allow yourself to be, be possessed by fucking Lucifer himself. How do you feel I love about it how that? they name drop, you know, <laughs> yeah. like they don't go with like lesser demons or, nope. you know, put nope. it up. It's like, nope, bam, top of the pyramid, Lucifer, Beelzebub himself, <laughs> open it up. I bet, I bet Lucifer's got the fucking best Pokemon you can get. Oh yeah. He's got Mewtwo. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a level 100 Mewtwo. He's got fucking level 100 Mew. He's got all, he's got all three of the starters maximum level. He ain't trading yeah. shit. <clears throat> they all have Thunderbolt, Blizzard. They've just got everything. <laughs> He's got all the TMs. Yeah. Now, another preacher claims that Pokemon opens kids up to the world of witchcraft. And they'll start, uh, apparently they play Pokemon, then they'll start doing uh, demonic practices, as he refers to it as. So I don't know how this guy's getting from witch. Pokemon to witchcraft. I'm not sure where he's seeing the connection, but I guess some somehow somehow I don't know. There's uh, some characters in the games that are kind of like witches. There's like the Chandlers. Um, yeah, I suppose the, the Ghost Summoners <laughs> in that one place. Uh, there's oh, yeah, some, yeah. But it's like, are kids gonna see that and start going casting spells on each other or something? Like, what? What's going on here? Are they gonna go make a big pentagram, try to summon demons in their house? Like, come on. Yeah, probably not from that. I mean, all the times you've played Pokemon, how many times have you been like, huh? I wonder if I can summon a demon somewhere. Jeez, you know, I could probably just count it only on one hand. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now. Um, we'll go through a couple of the urban legends that have been created from Pokemon. Uh, in South Africa, children were said to to begin hearing voices and fainted after eating chips which contained Pokemon paraphernalia. So apparently they have Pokemon-shaped chips or something or on the logo and they were getting possessed, I guess? I, I don't know. I, how does that even happen? I would wonder what's in these crappy chips. That's the first thing I would ask. <laughs> like, They're probably fucking lead chips or something. Like, what What the fuck? Again, these are urban legends, mind you. Um, then there's Phil. a... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, fill to the brim with yellow five. That's the uh, main ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> not, e not even corn or sugar. Just yellow five <laughs> is number one. Does, uh, does that... Is that the one that makes you sterile? Yeah, that's the one that's in Mountain Dew. Okay. Well, it's, it's in everything, but... So there's another urban legend that more than 200 Japanese children between the ages of 7 and 12 committed suicide after hearing some creepy music hidden in the Game Boy game Pokemon Red and Green. Apparently Blue doesn't have it, I guess. But uh, but yeah, they're claiming all these kids are hit killing themselves because of hidden music in the game. Have you heard any hidden music? I know you're a fan of Red. Did you hear any music? No, I didn't. No? Any music I heard, I probably should have heard. I didn't get very far in the game. <laughs> Honestly, when I play Pokemon, I always like to 
play music while I'm playing the game, like real music, you know what I mean? Not necessarily the in-game music. Yeah, I would always uh, have like the TV on while I played it. So mm. I never really paid attention very much. So, okay, so we're going on here. <clears throat> we're moving kind of more into the Pokemon Go section of this now. So I found a website. It's literally PokemonGoDeathTracker.com. Um, what do you think the site's primary function is, Phil? Well, I'm getting it has to do with uh, all of the people who got <laughs> ran the fuck over playing Pokemon Go. And uh, it geocaches their exact location when they got flattened. Is that anywhere? I actually think when they die, you can actually catch haunters in their location. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> they turn into Marowax. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, anyway, according to this website, when I checked it like maybe a few days ago, um, there had been 19 deaths and 60 injuries related to Pokemon Go. So I guess if it's an evil program, they're moving kind of slow with it. Yeah, that's substantially less than I thought it would be. I thought it would be like <laughs> from all the rumors you hear, you thought it'd be like 200 people to, you know, 500 people. Right. Like wounded. Yeah, no, it's uh, surprisingly not that many. Apparently, I don't know how what counts as an injury. Like, if they're playing and they trip and like cut their leg, is that an injury or is it got to be a little more serious? I assume it could be that because I mean, you know, like if you fall down and really hurt yourself, I mean, it's not as bad as getting hit by a car, but it is something you'd have to go to the ER for. <laughs> so, and then you got to explain what you're doing to the you know the nurses so they can laugh at you yeah. behind your back. Oh, how'd you get, how'd you uh, bust open your kneecap? <laughs> uh, I was playing Pokemon Go and I fell over. <laughs> I swear to God, there was a Bulbasaur in that park. <laughs> I was going to catch I him. I couldn't let that Gyarados get away. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now, now that we're moving into the Pokemon Go, uh, I'm going to try to word this as best as I can. Well, basically, with the introduction of Pokemon Go, some believe that simply sending children out into the world to catch mystical Pokemon creatures will warp their minds and make it easier to be corrupted by demons and occult practices. So this is kind of going back to what we talked about before, except this time you're sending kids out into the world, which means I don't know if there's just demons or like cult members just kind of out looking to, I don't know, corrupt kids, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, I hate to even name drop this po this podcast, but their quote is pretty fun. So a podcast named True News, okay, had their own opinions on Pokemon Go. True News describes itself as the world's leading news source that reports, analyzes, and comments on global events and trends with a conservative, orthodox Christian worldview. So what do you <laughs> So what do you think these fellows have to say about Pokemon? Well, first of all, I want to say I pray to the God that I don't believe in that no one quotes our podcast ever. <laughs> but I am willing to bet that uh, they think it's bad. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I who would I I'm just like I should almost listen to an episode of this just to see how cringy it is. I don't oh, like yeah, them. It's making my download list on Spotify. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to rip other pop podcasts, obviously, but this one I think might deserve it. Yeah. The True News podcast hosts describe Pokemon characters as beasts and spirits 
virtual cyber demons, and digital demons. True News staff even downloaded the app and discovered that inside the True News building is a virtual cyber demon, and they're not very happy about it. So, (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine these fucking nerds downloading Pokemon Go, and then they see, you know, they pop up all around you, and they think they're under assault by secret virtual demons that are attacking their studios. How fucking dumb do you have to be? I'm willing to bet that, like, one of the people on their uh, little, like, cast is, like, secretly not as, uh, you know, religious as they are, and was probably playing it and dropped an egg for himself (laughs) later, you know, and then they... Oh, wow. What the fuck is this? You know, had to pretend. (laughs) Oh, I just opened this. How am I playing this? You know, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's probably the first time they've ever seen a cell phone, too. So that's probably a little scary for them. Yeah. Well, they are in a cult, so they probably did chop (laughs) off the nuts. I I thought you were going to say for a minute, this guy was just really pissed that he couldn't catch that fucking Blastoise. And he said, oh, it's a demon game. Yeah, probably all of the weird porn corrupted their phone, so it just kind of looked like they had demons. Because you know that's what they're all looking at. Oh, I'm sure the Vatican sent them a fresh monthly download of the best porn on the internet, and it fucked their shit up, so... Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Vatican's <laughs> got the uh, the biggest porn stash on Earth. Yeah, if you uh, are a new listener, check out episode one and learn all about the Vatican. Yeah, shout out Vatican Archives, episode one. <laughs> all right, now this kind of leads us into pretty much the ultimate fear with Pokemon Go is that essentially kids and I guess technically young adults too when they're they're going to get their minds are going to get so caught up in the augmented reality that they won't be able to tell the difference anymore between the actual world and the virtual world okay now I mean I guess technically that's possible it's kind of like us what's that movie with Bruce Willis surrogates surrogates yeah surrogates that was uh he was uh basically living in a room and then would send like a robot out yeah wasn't it yeah yeah so you're kind of living in a fake world pretending to be somebody else so that's kind of one of the mainly religious people's fears is that children's minds will become so warped they won't be able to tell the difference between reality and augmented reality um and then that's not necessarily the head of the beast there they're afraid that, okay, you got po- you're got you going to start with Pokemon Go. That's fine. That's not full corruption. But now the world's going to move to where they're going to put augmented reality in basically everything, right? Imagine, like, they say you go to a graveyard, right? And you go to someone's grave. And then they have an augmented reality where that person's image is sitting on the grave site or something like that. Um, or <laughs> memorial sites will have the bodies of the people they're memorializing or something. And then from that, it will allow demons and ghosts to then hide in plain sight and corrupt the world of Christianity. Because people won't be able to tell the difference between virtual beings and evil beings. And they'll be able to get them. <laughs> Dude, that would make graveyards and churches so much more interesting. Right? Like, could you imagine going to a graveyard and it's just full of like holograms of the <laughs> the fucking dead people that are in those graves? That would be I would go there every day. That would be well, fucking awesome. Well that that's like, that's what I was thinking when I was reading this is like that sounds fucking cool. I that mean it's so cool. If you were going to visit like say your relative's grave or something like that, I might be a little sad to see like their 
their, I don't know, fucking AI or their virtual reality body sitting there and whatnot, but uh, that'd be really fucking cool. That would be cool if, like, part of your will, you got to decide, like, what your little, like, specter was doing. <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, I love to drink whiskey and smoke cigarettes, so I want my guy to be sitting on the fucking tombstone, you know, taking a shot, smoking, you know, giving people the finger as they walk by. That's exactly I, what I want mine to do. I mean, by the way. Okay, I'll remember that. Let's jot it remember down. Remember that. Everybody yeah, who listens to Subliminal Deception is going to remember how you want your avatar on your gravesite. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, can you imagine you open up your phone, you just like scan the graveyard and you can like see everybody there or you go in the grave, you know, you go in a graveyard now, you see somebody's name, you don't really know who they are, what they look like, like any of that. And you could pull it up and see like maybe their best, the time they look best in their life or something. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Well, it would be one of those deals where almost like Google, it would run through Google, right? So Google would see the name, automatically search like their Facebook feed and look for like a video of them or their Instagram, look for a video of them and have that video kind of like augmented into your phone oh, or your, cool. uh, your virtual reality glasses. That'd be kind of cool. Are we literally creating a billion dollar industry right now by just spitballing, Phil? This is yeah, how po- we probably should cut this shit out. <laughs> I would say this is probably how Pokemon Go got started by just sitting here bullshitting about it. Except they have like, yeah. you know, millions of dollars to actually do it. Watch your window because some of Jeff Bezos's fucking commandos might kick through. <laughs> He's sending ninjas in here as we speak. We might be we might be cutting in on his cheddar. <laughs> Can you imagine an Amazon ninja with just like the smiley face on the shirt breaking into your house to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Now we're gonna we're gonna get away from the the Christian, I guess, part of this um, into the the next few conspiracies here. Now, some people believe that Pokemon Go is created and supported by the government, and the reason they did it is to distract us. Now, around the time Pokemon Go was launched. The U.S. in particular is going through a lot of tragic events uh, from shootings and stuff like that. So what what conspiracy theorists believe is that because people are so easily amused, they launch Pokemon Go. And because they're playing Pokemon Go, they won't be looking at the news. And then that keeps us from rioting, the public from rioting and like causing a ruckus and all of that. Um, how do you feel about that? Or they won't notice the school shooters fucking marching down their hallway. <laughs> I um, probably. Yeah, I I actually heard that the government, I heard a conspiracy that the government was like part of the whole Pokemon Go thing, but it was to track our movements. Mm. I heard I heard We're... that that was also part of it. Well, well, we'll be going into that in a second here. That's on the list, obviously. Um, but but yeah, this the initial conspiracy is just that. Because apparently everybody in the world's so stupid that they'd go around catching Pokemon and not being pay attention to the tragic shit that happens on the news. I guess. Yeah. That's there was a. Uh, you said this was 2016, correct? Correct. Yeah, there was also that election that year that was uh, pretty important. Oh. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember uh, <laughs> this other podcast I listened to. I don't think they're around anymore, but they. <laughs> They have a theory that the reason that Hillary Clinton lost is because of that stupid goddamn thing that she did where she's like, why don't you Pokemon go to the polls? 
Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, god. I do. That was atrociously good. Oh god, <laughs> it was so I, good. I, I think they might be onto something. Where people heard that and like, oh my god, this lady is that's the cringiest fucking joke. Like when you listen to after she says it, and you listen to the audience. Like nobody's making a fucking peep. They're just like, oh yeah. I hope she fired whoever made that joke because that was terrible. Yeah, that kind of seems like one of the zingers that she like kept to herself. But I'm imagining that she just automatically just fired somebody. Just <laughs> like she totally kept it to herself. She's thinking in her head like, "Oh, this would be fucking gold. Pokemon go to the polls." And then she drops it, and all of her staff are just like open mouth looking at her, and she just fires like three of them. Just, you, you would, uh, you get the fuck out. <laughs> well, there goes the election, yeah. Hillary. I could yeah. just imagine her sitting like in her dressing room, just dying, laughing at this joke. She's like, man, this is this is going to give me the presidency. I know it. God damn it. I know it. And then it's just like the worst joke you've ever fucking heard in your life. Oh, my that God. Be, that was bad. That would be kind of funny if she just made a bet with someone. She's like, dude, I've got this on so hard. I could say she wrote something on a napkin. I could say this and still win. Oh. <laughs> And then she lost probably a million dollars to someone she made a bet with. But <laughs> well, it's like, okay, obviously, I don't want to get political here, but you have Trump who literally says the dumbest shit ever, including grabbing women by the pussies or whatever. And all Hillary had to do was not make a Pokemon go to the polls joke, and she couldn't even accomplish that. Honestly, all Hillary Clinton had to do was be likable, but that really was a bridge too far. Yeah, just, it's just ugh. you, you got to realize your age and you don't always have to try to connect with the kids. And even the kids yeah. are like, man, this is so fucking cringy. My God. Anyway, yeah. anyway, let's uh, let's go on to the next one. Um, so there's a rumor that Pokemon Go was created for the sole purpose of capitalism. Now, essentially what this is, is because the kids and adults and everybody was playing Pokemon Go, some of the businesses would have the rare Pokemons, such as what I talked about earlier, my friends, there's some store in the mall, they said there's a fucking Charizard in it. So what they, the people think is, because the stores will put a rare Pokemon in them, people will then go out to those stores, and because they're in the stores, they're like, oh hey, I need this. And they'll start buying shit, which probably yeah. in a roundabout way actually did work, whether the corporations actually had an uh, outside of Nintendo, obviously, had some sort of stake in it. Do you know what I mean? It might just be a byproduct of the game itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, just if you walked into a store and then like walked around looking for a Pokemon and didn't buy something, you'd feel like an asshole. Right. You'd buy something. Yeah, you know, you just buy Mentos or something. I don't know, whatever. Just it's in a roundabout way that did actually work or did work in the favor of businesses because people were out wandering in malls and stores trying to get whatever fucking Pokemon there is. And I think gyms are set up in stores as well. So if you want to like take over the gym in the game or whatever, you have to be like kind of near it. So. In that sense, you have to be, you have to get out and do it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I could totally see that. But I think the grander conspiracy is, is that like mega corporations all had an, uh, their fingers in it just to get people out. But I think Nintendo reaped the rewards on all of that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 
I could definitely see like Nintendo making nine billion dollars or increasing just from like getting promissory notes from people from corporations, you know, like, yeah. hey, if you drop if you dr- if you drop some fucking uh, gyrodoses in our stores, <laughs> then we'll give you like, you know, like a few hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't think about because I have no idea how the like Pokemon spawning thing works. I assume the rare ones isn't just random, like they put them out there. I, I think they have like weird, like day, they'll have like a special day where you can catch a certain type of Pokemon or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it happens to be down at the car, car dealership <laughs> when they happen to have the brand new 2017s come out. <laughs> See that? Oh yeah, come come find the Gyaradoses and uh, take a look at this Uberu. <laughs> Can you imagine if they said there's a rare Pokemon there and then you get like inside a brand new pickup and it's just fucking Magikarps everywhere? <laughs> or <laughs> or they, they, they go on a commercial claiming to have like rare Pokemons at their fucking dealership. But then you walk in their fucking uh, like inside the store and it's just a bunch of cardboard cutouts of like Pikachu in the back seat. Like, oh, no, he's right here. You know? Oh, we got them all. Well, right here in this Toyota pickup truck. We- <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So our next one is something that you actually mentioned was essentially that the government, the CIA or Google wants all your personal information, essentially because Pokemon Go has access to your location and personal information. It's constantly sending data to Google, who is heavily involved with the game's creation, as we talked about. Now, what a lot of people think that they are doing is if you have the game open, say you're in your house, it's constantly taking like a map of what the inside of your house looks like, right? Yeah. And then the government's getting a hold of that data and I guess essentially learning everything about you, you know, what your house looks like. I don't know if maybe if you're deep into conspiracy, it could be used for if they wanted to assault your house or something, they knew the best ways to get in or I, I don't fucking know, but... Essentially, they think that the government's collecting all the Pokemon Go information. Um, I guess now that I think about it, this could be used to that, say, the corporations as well. They're tracking what you're searching and where you're going when you're doing Pokemon Go and then can try to, you know, use ads, targeted ads on you. I guess that they could do that, too. Yeah, there's also, um, so this isn't really the Pokemon Go thing, but it could go along with that. It's also, could be like a national security threat. Um, the, do you remember, well, they still have them, but the little Fitbit watches? Yeah. So they had to stop, like, on military bases. They stopped allowing people to use, like, the Fitbit tracking devices for your phone, where it would, like, track where you're going. You know, you've seen the commercial where the old man makes, like, a heart out of the streets for his wife. Yeah, yeah, Prints yeah, it yeah. out, puts it up. So the problem is when people would run around the bases, they would have it on, but it would stay on when they weren't running around the bases. Then they would basically like, they showed us all in a briefing kind of deal. Where they showed this woman uh, like where she ran, where she like walked, basically outline like the most important parts of the base and like where everyone goes. And like, it, it turned out to be like kind of a threat. So they stopped allowing people to wear those Fitbit wristbands. And I think Pokemon Go might be the same situation. I mean, I, it makes sense. I mean, you don't want that shit on base, you know? 
Yeah, you don't want like your tracking location being sent anywhere. No. Well, I was going to say, like, obviously they have the Fitbit thing, but you can basically do the same thing on your cell phone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I don't think it makes, like, a roadmap of Ben and, like, actually sends it to anyone. Mm, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But, uh, anyway, continuing on here, we got a couple more. Um, the next one is that the cell phone companies themselves helped create and support Pokemon Go. Now, why do they have interest in Pokemon Go? Well... That's because when you're out in public using Pokemon Go, you're devouring your data, your mobile data. And as a byproduct of that, you will then overuse your data and you'll be charged into fucking oblivion and they'll make a shitload of money off of you. So that one kind of makes sense. What do you think? Yeah, the Verizon evil empire. Definitely. I can totally see that. I got away from a Verizon and different carrier now and i have unlimited uh data it's the best thing i've ever purchased is unlimited data well like up until i'd say maybe a couple years ago you couldn't even get unlimited data like i remember when internet first became a thing on smartphones like every phone had fucking unlimited data then they slowly started deteriorating all of that and getting rid of all of it and then you had like limits because they could make money on it and now the companies are bringing it back where you have unlimited data again. I have unlimited data, and it's like, fuck, man, that sucked when you had data caps. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm I'm out on my smoke break. I'll I'll uh, download, like, two or three podcasts on Spotify, and it's instant. But the thing is, if I would have done that when I only had three gigs of data, like, that would have been it for the whole month. Yeah, yeah, I know. So... I mean, not really anymore, but before, and obviously not everybody has unlimited data, but I'm sure the cell phone companies, you know, happily made a lot of money off of Pokemon Go. Um, And also kind of as a maybe unintended thing is that people who have their phones out have a higher chance of dropping the fuckers and breaking them, which that makes them more money as well. So that kind of makes sense as well. That's true. Yeah, (laughs) I can see that. Especially, um, I was thinking what you said about people using data and not like realize how much they're using. Imagine like a kid. A kid has no idea. Oh, God, no. You know, I know. So a kid's just sitting there like up in their fucking parents' phone bill by a thousand dollars. Well, I don't know. I'd love to see the actual data for this, but say like in game purchases from mobile games. Can you imagine how many little kids don't know what they're doing and they just start buying shit? Oh, yeah. There was a uh, Xbox got in trouble for that really bad. Uh, some of their I think it was FIFA. Um, basically, the parents would buy the game for their kid for like 50 bucks or whatever it was. But then they didn't realize that for the in-game purchases, they didn't need to re-put in the, the card Ooh. into the system so there are these kids who would just buy the packs yeah like the, the packs of cards on the game and it's like eight dollars a pack and they would just run through packs <laughs> and god like thousands of dollars a month on their on their fucking credit oh, card bill god i will openly admit when i was probably like 17 or 18 you know texting was just starting and at the time, I don't think I realized that there was like a limit on the amount of texts you can send. And yeah. I remember texting way too much and it fucking just, just, <laughs> man, that bill was high. Holy shit, they got me. 
Oh yeah. But uh back when they had limits. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine that anymore. Holy fuck. They'd make so much money if that was a thing still. Or I guess people would just quit texting altogether, but uh but yeah. So uh let's move on to the last conspiracy and actually this one has our favorite boy accidentally. Um and this is Michelle Obama and in essence Barry Satiro, aka Barack Obama. Now, this conspiracy goes that do you remember when Michelle Obama launched the Let's Go movement? Yes, I do. So essentially she wanted to get kids more physical activity so they're not just sitting around all day. So some believe that Michelle Obama actually helped create Pokemon Go to try to lure kids into getting outside and walking around, getting exercise, and pushing her agenda for healthier children and healthier eating and all of that. So now I don't even know why this is a conspiracy because I feel like this is a good thing if this is what she was doing. Um, But I, I don't know. They included, I suppose, just because her last name's Obama, they throw her in the conspiracy world too. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't even know. They just included it and I had to put it on here. So, all right, Phil. Now, outside of the ones that kind of make common sense, are any of these, do you think Pokemon Go or Pokemon in general has any nefarious, uh, agendas that they're trying to push or anything? Or do you think it's just people getting really overboard with a fucking Pokemon game? Well, I mean... To start off with, I did hear that there were cons- uh, conspiracies, like when Pokemon uh, was really popular, there were people, I forgot exactly who was coming out with it, but they were talking about how weird it was that in the game, there was like a 10-year-old being sent out into the world, like on his own. Like they were trying to ruin the family unit that way by telling kids, like, just go out on your own and do your <laughs> own thing. Like, just totally leave your mom behind. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard the, have you ever heard the, speaking of that real quick, have you ever heard the, like, conspiracy that the Pokemon games, you're actually playing the bad guy, and that Ash is actually the good guy who's trying to impress his uncle, Professor Oak, and you're constantly beating the shit out of him and bringing him down, and taking all his uncle's affection. Yeah, that Ash Ketchum is the, uh. The bad guy. Who's the, uh, I never, I forgot what his real name is. Who? Uh, the, so in red, the, your, your rival. Uh, it's Gary. Gary, sorry, Gary. Gary. Yeah. Gary. I was I just have... called an asshole. <laughs> I assume it's Gary Oak, but I could be wrong. I don't fucking know. Dude, outside well, of, ha- outside... oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I did, uh, I did hear that the thing about how Ash Ketchum was like, basically catching these wild animals and then like slaving them and forcing them to fight, keeping them in a confined space when he wasn't using them. Hmm. Like, I mean, that it's, kind of deal. it's kind of slavish, I guess. Yeah. No, like outside of just the Pokemon go stuff like this, more real life thing. If you look into like the deeper Pokemon game conspiracies itself, like what were some of my favorite ones that Abra the reason he teleports away is because his intelligence is so high he knows he's about to be enslaved in a Pokemon ball. ball. That's why he keeps teleporting away. And <laughs> That's why it's hard as hell to catch him. Yeah. And Brock, he has his eyes closed 
uh, in the TV show, you know how he has just like two little lines for yeah. eyeballs? That's because, and he's obsessed with rock Pokemon. It's because he has like Medusa's eyes. So he can't look at anybody or he'll turn them to stone. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I don't know. That's a, that's a little far-fetched. <laughs> and the other one was uh, that you can't catch the starter Pokemon in the world because they're genetically created Pokemon. So there's only three of them. That kind of makes sense. That I mean, It honestly would make sense if they said that in the game. If Professor Oak was like a mad scientist who's fucking like genetically <laughs> engineering Pokemon and then he just gives you one. Gives you the most powerful one in the game. Um, as far as the ones that I like, like or don't like, I really like the capitalist one. That was really, I could see that one totally making sense. I mean, technically, Nintendo is in that, you know, stratosphere or whatever of fucking uh, corporations, mega corporations. So, and it does. Doing little uh, deals with like little stores or Best Buys or GameStops. <laughs> I like, can see, yeah, Old Navy sends them, like, a million dollars. Like, hey, can you just put a few Pokemon in our thing to get these people in here buying our jeans? Yeah, in every major city. Like, hey, we need, we need some ugly sweaters off of the racks. <laughs> Why don't you put some uh, Clefairies in our store or some <laughs> shit like that? Well, I know, I don't know if you've ever heard, but they used to have, like, a background program you could install and you could essentially play Pokemon Go from anywhere in the world without actually leaving your house. And... If they catch you doing that, you like get almost, I, I don't know how long, you get a long ban on the game. So they want huh. you out there catching Pokemon. Oh yeah, they don't want you just doing it for free. So they're having you go out for a reason. Yeah. I mean, what reason? I don't know. I, it When it first, uh, the game launched, that shit was insane. There's people, every, you could literally spot these people on the street playing fuck Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, if you ever drove by a park, you could see like, tons of people just staring at their phone like wandering around it might not be nearly as popular as it was on launch but it's definitely like people are still playing it for sure hmm, i don't what's your favorite one um probably probably the capitalism one or the cell phone company one for sure but i think the worst one if if there's any credence to it at all it's the fucking that the government or Google is getting all your information. Like when we were talking about, say, the Google syncing up to like your Instagram and all that for like a gravestone, say, or memorial, like how much information do we really want them to have? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, that's the thing about Google. They have all the information. <laughs> I know. That's kind of scary. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I know I love them and I love their site. And essentially, we're using Google at the, this moment for my notes for the episode. But yeah, uh, yeah it's it, it's okay. They make me nervous, kind of. Here's the thing, though. I mean, we all bought the ticket. We got to ride the ride. You know, it's kind of like you don't want it without in the fucking woods. It's kind of like Bezos, right? Like, I know Amazon's an evil company, but it's just so convenient. Oh, yeah. And he probably, you know, has even more money than we know of oh for sure his is like he's got to have so much money <laughs> amazon like it's every other commercial is an amazon commercial right now because it's christmas is coming up but uh well i mean it's like how much easier can you get you can just order basically everything online and then you just sit in your house and wait for two days and you get it it's like <laughs> it's hard to argue with that yeah it's a miracle stores are even still open Honestly. I know, I know. I I wonder if, like, 
we'll ever actually get a, a competitor for Amazon, like another giant company like Amazon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was kind of heard this little theory that like someday uh, like grocery stores are just going to be warehouses for food that like food could just get sent to you and you don't even order it. Your fridge orders it for you. Like pretty soon grocery stores, you won't even walk into to go buy things like, well, I know you shit's can just going to like given to you. Well, obviously you can literally, you, buy it, you can literally order your entire, entire grocery list and they'll deliver it to your house. Like <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Oh yeah. I'm just saying in the future, they won't even have grocery stores that you walk into. They're just going to be warehouses of food. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there is smart refrigerators that keeps a tally of what you're missing. And, the, and Yeah, can, it'll uh, like it'll keep track like if you're running low on milk and shit or if yeah. like your eggs are about to expire. I don't know if it orders it for you, but it does something. I'm pretty sure it gives you some kind of reminder to your cell phone. They do have smart fridges. That's true. That's true. I actually saw a refrigerator that had a built-in Keurig on it. That was kind of... <laughs> kind of cool dude that'd be fucking awesome i I, would buy that (laughs) it's pretty fucking sweet actually but anyway phil um if anybody wants to send us some hate mail or love mail about pokemon go where can they do that well direct all your hate mail to subliminal d podcast at gmail.com uh we love hearing from uh the fans out there uh and an even better way to get a hold of us we're on ig at Subliminal Deception Podcast on Instagram. We've both got our own uh, Instagram little page deals. Uh, mine is SDPodPhil, and I barely check it, but people actually have been getting a hold of me on there, so that's cool. Thanks, guys. Cody, you've got a couple? Yeah, uh, hit me up on my Instagram. That's Cody Zabub. Uh, you can listen or find my other podcasts on whatever podcast application you like to listen to. Just search Bumblebutt Podcast. Um, the last thing we need you to do is to log on to iTunes or whatever app you use, to be honest, Stitcher, whatever, Spotify. Uh, leave us a five-star review. Uh, it doesn't matter what you write. Just write something. Type your favorite Pokemon in there. I would love that. Uh, if we just got a shitload of reviews that just said your favorite Pokemon, that'd be amazing. Uh, I think we'd even read them on the air, wouldn't we, Phil? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> unless there's, unless you choose one of the like ancient Pokemons, we're not talking about them because they suck. But uh, anyway, I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. I hope everyone's a little more skeptical of Pokemon Go. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.